I think I'm good. Yeah. If I'm sitting here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm Aaron Denson. Yeah. Oh, wait, I can see it. I'm here. This is what we need a third person for. A fourth person. Well, you need to have like someone tech, non-tech, right, to ensure that it's all... It's yes. all good. It's all good. Oh, yeah. are we live? Yeah, we we're also live. live. Oh, yes. We're live. Welcome, everyone. Okay. Hello. To the Samurai Punk Podcast for or the last one of June. It'll be... Oh, no, Callum's here. Oh, hi, Callum. Hello. Welcome. Just turn off the game. James, getting to the... It's a little bit low, is it? Get Callum Off just that gave, game? Callum is giving us the gains. <laughs> giving us the sick gains. Was, so was, yeah, we're, we're trying a slightly different setup with the microphone so you don't hear as much banging on the table. I mean, um, if I slam all this that table, passionate banging we've all, got all, going all, here. All that passionate banging we, just, we have at the Samurai Punk office. We love banging tables. <laughs> right. <laughs> this, 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 this podcast brought to you by our sponsor, uh, Table Banging. Yeah. Uh, get your... um, if you need your tables banged, uh, go to tablebanging.com forward slash samurai punk and just use the spunky monkey as a checkout <laughs> and get ten dollars off your, your spunky table, table. I mean your bump your what was your, it? Your table bang. I table thought bang. It'd, be, it'd be like a Tenga table, right? Is Tenga the brand of dick tubes that people use? <laughs> Tenga, yeah. yep, yep, yep. That's the, that's the. Do you know what a dick tube is? No, I do not. Those are the. It's like an. We're animated, pausing for an ad break. It's now. like an. <laughs> this is the R-rated stream. It's fine. This is it's in like an anime body part that you put on your dick, so Wait, you can masturbate it. more easily. No, aren't they just? Isn't it like this is big? Not, Isn't it like a whole half person? No, Wait, no. What's I thought, the difference no. between that and just a really big flashlight? Yeah. Oh, it's, pretty, just, it's like a brand of flashlight. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure okay. it's the brand of flashlight. I'm just imagining like a, the torso of a human being. It's so like, what, like a centaur on your dick? Yeah, no, just like no, but like just like the legs cut off at the knees and the waist cut off at the stomach, and you can like lift it, right? No, is that not how this works? I don't know. Should I we went... do some introductions? <laughs> I went to Japan once. That's, <laughs> that's the only maybe thing I that's did... needed to understand that whole conversation. <laughs> I went to Japan once. <laughs> once. Went to a Tenga store. Yeah, definitely. Or went to some other store, clearly. <laughs> it was magnificent. No. Um, so I'm Dan. I'm a programmer here at Samurai Punk. I'm, uh, I'm Nick. I'm one of the directors at Samurai Punk. <laughs> um, I'm Elise. I'm the producer at Samurai Punk. We, we... I'm just sorry. I'm so like put off by that <laughs> start. As... We've we've got a lot of comments being like couldn't even couldn't even keep it clean for one minute already talking about anime sex toys. <laughs> hey, welcome to the stream, Tenga. Sponsored by Tenga. And we I did come up with our own brand. People would like chime in and be like, "Oh shit, I've missed something heavy." It's like, nope, nope, no. just someone saying. Well, they are it? pretty heavy. They're like four pounds so. or something, right? Does that mean easier to masturbate? I don't know. Four pounds banging on your table. Is your table your dick? Uh, uh, in this situation? Anyway, what's everyone been playing this week? What? I, so, <laughs> what's a video game? Table. Are we talking about video games? Yeah, we're talking about video games. Oh. Not, not Tango anymore. I'll go last. You go last? Yeah. I've, I have I things finally, to say. I finally played Dead Cells. Oh, oh dope. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, which I've been meaning to play for ages. You were guilted into it because you met people on the team and you're like, I guess I have to play it now. Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> fine. Of. At least you played it. Um, Oh, God, sorry. A comment of screensheet-themed flashlights. Ooh, um, they're invisible! Oh. They would be, right? If they're screensheet-themed. Oh, themed. my God, people... Anyway. Screensheet-themed anything is just like, it's a thing, but it's invisible. Yeah. Uh, we can sell them and make a huge profit. We just send nothing. <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, my God, I need to mail some people just, like, a letter, and it says, like, this package contains a screensheet-themed flashlight. I <laughs> I feel like what would be better is that it has like a little like monitor in it, 
it's of somebody else's tango. But that's oh, kind of like... Seems like a lot of work. It seems like a lot of work, but not much payoff. <laughs> I can't even use it. Dead so Cells I, about Dead Cells. So I started playing Dead Cells. I didn't get very far because I forgot it was that whole like Dark Souls style thing that if you lose, you get sent back to the oh. beginning. And I do not have patience for that. So I kind of started and I was like, well, that was fun. And that was kind of it. It looked Did you like the very impressive. Yes. But it was almost like a bit much for me because this was like last week when I was sick all week and oh. dying at home. And I'm, I wasn't quite ready to play because I'm playing through season two of Walking Dead. Like, I'm not ready to play something that intense. Dead Cells will be, like, a good middle ground. <laughs> yeah. And Super it was cash. just... Yeah, I think it was just, like, there was too many armor upgrades and words that I didn't want to bother reading. And so I played for, like, ten minutes and then I died. And I was like, okay, I've played Dead Cells now. That's fine. Although I have signed up for the Age of Empires 2 beta, which I'm kind of excited about. How do you download that? Is it through the Windows Store? Uh, no the game is through I, I'm it. I'm like, yes. it's a, if anything released by Microsoft now on PC, I'm like, how do I yeah, get it? Yeah, it's on the Windows Store, but you can also just go to the Age of Empires website and then sign up for the beta, and they send you a thing, you send your DX Diag or whatever, and then they'll like let specific people into the beta, depending on their requirements. Oh, I see. Um, so, yes, I'm going to sign up to that. I've never had any interest in playing any of the other Age of Empires games, but two Aussie teams worked on Age of Empires 2, the HD oh, really? remake. Yes. Who worked on it? Wicked Witch and... Candlelist, maybe? Candlelist do stuff. Candlelist do a lot of, um, like, 4 like it might have, stuff. It might have been them. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, so I figured That's I might cool. as well support... Wait, do you know when it starts? Teams. When the beta starts? Soon? Support by getting a free game. Sorry? So you're supporting an Australian team by downloading a free no, game? No, no, if I don't hate it, I'll buy the game. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the first one <clears> came out, the HD remake was only, like, 20 bucks Australian, so... Not like it's expensive. I wanted to ask since you were you were sick for basically all of last week because mm-hmm. you got knocked out by Oz Comic Con or something. Yeah. How proud were you of the team? Uh, Darcy posted this on Twitter. Yeah. But uh, on a project we're working on, Darcy posted the uh, the sprint chart of it and showing that uh, the burn down actually hit zero. How yeah. does that make you feel as our new producer? And what, you weren't even there at the time though. No. Well, it was it was over two weeks. <laughs> perhaps, Thanks. <laughs> I was trying to. I'm not trying to imply that perhaps the only reason we hit zero is because you were sick. I think it's because it's a project that Darcy is working on on her own, so it's just myself uh, and Darcy. Oh, it wasn't on the other. Pro- uh, no, no, no. no, no. So I didn't was... even know. I thought it was on the other. So, project. do you think that, that the it's also unannounced? Why yeah. it's working is because you're taking a step back from everything and not interfering. Oh, shots fired! Jesus. Um, no, I think it's because Darcy was the only person on the project, and so I had a really good understanding with her as oh, to okay. what was getting done. Um, but I was at a family dinner when it got posted because it was my grandpa's birthday. And my family just came back from Europe, so I was like, I have to make the effort to go see them. And they're like, how's work? And I showed them this image, and they're like, mm-hmm. yay. And I'm like, do it. you know what this fucking <laughs> means? But apparently they did not. They don't know what a perfect burn down looks like, no. apparently. No. How did you do it? How did you all feel? Were you excited? Did you all have a party here? Did everyone just spontaneously turn into, like, animated characters? It was the weekend. And we had, like, an anime special? No, no, that's supposed to do it on Friday. Did I leave early on Friday? And, uh, no, I think we all just looked at us and were like, cool. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, gave a big thumbs up to the internet boy. Yeah, I'm just like, well, you know, it is nice when no one's, like, holding up your pull requests because you're relying on other people. But it's it's always, no, it's always the thing, right? It's like, you're always much more efficient working by yourself, but you can't do as much Yeah, to be fair, I think our sprint that we're working on for Feather um, was 100% too, except I had a pull request that was waiting on Callum. Would have got there too. Yeah. Would have got there. It's okay. Feather usually makes it there. 
Yeah, but it's the same thing. It's because it's so many. The less people are working on them, more like maybe it's just the scale problem. Like I want to, I want to see Activision's burn chart, burn down chart for like a Call of Duty. How nuts would that be? Yeah, well, yeah, they'd have so much activity. Like, they'd be, be like, like you per team. You per, yeah. per sub team. What about you? What have you been playing? So I've been playing Monster Hunter World. Played the Iceborne beta over the weekend, and it's got some really cool new stuff in it. It's got like a nice little grapple thing now, so you can grapple to the monsters. Uh, and then, are the monsters born of ice, or are you born of ice in this situation? It's just you're in a winter, winter wonderland. Okay, so it's just a name. It's just a name. Oh, okay. Um, so. It's a whole new area that's an expansion on the previous content. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still not exactly sure how it's going to mesh with the OG content, like whether it's going to like come in alongside it or whether it's going to be after you've done the previous content, you can do the, the new stuff. Um, it feels like, the, definitely after playing the beta, it feels weird that they would block off the content until you go further in Monster Hunter. So I'm guessing they'll probably slot it in there. Were so you playing a beta for an expansion pack? Yes. That's weird. Yeah, they, did a, they did a beta for the expansion. Um, so it's two two of the new monsters. Yeah. Um, this, actually, I'm, there was three three of the new monsters. One of them just wasn't one of the target monsters. I've totally lost track. Is this Switch now or is this PS4? <laughs> PS4. Monster Hunter okay. World is on PS4 and PC. Yeah, because it's the first time that Monster Hunter's been on not a Nintendo console, right? Uh, no, no. Monster Hunter was on the PSP. Uh, the PSP. Right, okay. It's the first Sorry, time first they've made a real AAA yeah 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 it tended to always be like kind of like look like a budget title yeah in my at least it's my perception of it was like that's one of those weird japanese games that only has like a very small budget but it's always super niche and hardcore yeah i think it's always had like a pretty big budget because it's always had excellent animations and like yeah maybe it's just because it was always on mobile consoles i think it's just it's always been on handheld sorry on handhelds monster hunter and on the phone like it was always really popular in japan because a lot more people had handhelds and the, the like the access to multiplayer in yeah. Japan was easier. How did you even play multiplayer on a, on a Nintendo DS? How did you do that? The link cable. You have to use a but link they, cable. They didn't have it. Like on the 3DS, it was Wi-Fi, uh-huh. and PSP it was Wi-Fi. But you had the local Wi-Fi. Oh, they were, super, they were super easy to use because it was the whole like Miiverse thing that you had on the. 3DS, and I you were encouraged that, to go past people. I got my people. DS yeah. so late, I just never interacted with any of that stuff. Uh, yeah, meanwhile, I, I was one of the people that went to, like, packs a few hours early to line up oh, so you could just, boy. like, upgrade mm. everything, because you know you had the little me I can't remember what it was called. So I didn't even get to do any of this, because uh, no one has a, a DS anymore, and I I was like, I bought my DS uh, maybe two or three years ago uh, from the Nintendo store at their office. Right. Um... But even there was by like, that point, no one was really using it. Yeah, there was like mini games where you could literally see, like you open it up and there'd be a queue of everyone you've gone past and mm. there'd be their little characters and you use them to like unlock games and puzzle pieces and stuff like that. And that system so, is the same one they use for the multiplayer, right? No, no. Monster Hunter's multiplayer has always been real-time multiplayer. Yeah. Like you're both on a hunt together. Yeah. Um, playing in real-time. <clears throat> um, the Street Pass stuff that Nintendo kind of coined and they use in their Pokemon games, Miiverse a few other games um that's that's a passive multiplayer kind of thing where it'll pick up somebody's token yeah like it just passively pings for tokens um and it just grabs like their their name and then usually two pieces of information per game does um all the multiplayer in the new monster hunter is all still real time you're at a party right it's like small servers uh, servers are maximum sixteen players, but what? It's, that's really big. I but, thought they were going to be like three or four. But you play four up to four people in a hunt. Wait. So wait, like the so like the so that's confusing. Yeah. So you so can join a hub in, world. It's like a, a hub kind of. 
um, like 16 people per server and then you can join people's quests or you can SOS and join people in other servers yeah. to help them out. It's strange that they would limit it to only 16 then at that point. As opposed to like 100 or something, like a legitimate amount of people. I think because it gets quite cluttered if that happens, because well, everyone's trading guild cards. And and everything and Although like, Dan's, going on Dan is show. saying that like when you actually go to do the combat stuff and go to do an, an encounter, yeah. that's only up to four players. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I would expect like the hub experience to have like 100 players, to be more like an MMO. Or just like feel like you're part of a community at least. Like 16 yeah. people is not a lot of people. That's yeah, well, it's, a, it's just like a How server browser. you have? Fuck you. No, I don't want real. I don't want my friends. I only want to play with randos on the internet. I think the the reason they sort of do it that way is I don't have it means you what are you have, talking about? Because a lot of people will create a server that's for a specific purpose. So it might be for doing a specific event quest. Yeah. Or it might be for hunting a specific monster. So up to six, 16 people can join that server and then they can all go on hunts together on those specific quests. They're all there for a specific purpose. Yeah. Um, whereas. Like if you had like just a hundred people in there, everyone would be wanting to do whatever they want, and it'd be confusing because it, it tells you every time somebody posts a quest, and it tells you like you know somebody sent you a request to be a friend or whatever. Is it online only? No, no, no. You can play. You can time. you can play through the single player yeah. campaign and everything. You, yeah, so, you could get your um, PS4 right now and go play it. Because both of us don't own PS4. It's um. It means like it's I, PCs, I don't own a PS4. Do you? Oh yeah. It's not PC. Wait, wait, you own a PS4? Yeah, of course. Why don't you play Monster Hunter with everyone? <laughs> I'm trying to imitate Dan. I um, I <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you do this. You do the like the like. Oh, I'm so upset, and you like throw your head up in there. You go. You just did it. <laughs> I worked at EB for like three years. I owned every console. Oh, Have okay. I not shown you my old setup? You, you it was like, like a, you're just like this hardcore gamer. My old setup was, you know, those like generic like Halex IKEA boxes. Yeah. I had two of them that were four Did and you have four. One of those cool ones where you display all the consoles really nicely. Yes. Oh, so I had all dope. the consoles there, and then also bought light strips for online that connected to them on the back by it's USBs. Very trendy. So it meant that if you turn the PS4 on, that little box at the PS4 on would like illuminate blue, and if you turned it off and you turn the Xbox on, it would like illuminate green. And we had all our consoles set up for like, so PlayStation, like every console, like PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and they all had their color coordinated boxes. So the Xbox was a nice bright green. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of work. So cool. yeah. It's what happens when you get two people that worked in retail for like an accumulation of like and yeah, 15, You have a lot of stuff years. and a lot of free time. No. If you were just working in retail at that time, or were you working somewhere else as well? No, I was working full time retail. Yeah. Oh, full time retail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so you were mis miserable every minute you weren't at the store, and extra miserable every minute you were at the store. I did not hate working at EB for the most part. Huh. I actually quite... I, don't... I was I was talking about my, my retail experience today, and you might now have a glimpse into why I despise retail so much. I definitely hated it at times, but at the end of the day, like, I still, I still did get paid. Yeah to talk to people about video games. Uh, so see, I got paid to deal with drug thing. dealers mostly and to like negotiate prices. Ah, on cash DVDs, on DVDs. Is this a, oh, I essentially right. worked at a cash converters. Okay. So I worked at a secondhand digital physical media store um, and my job was ultimately, um, not it wasn't drug dealers as much. Drug dealers were mostly stealing stuff and selling them to me, but a lot of drug addicts Personal would come in. Deal. At they the back were, of the store? No, no, they were stealing the stuff corner, from like, warehouse, like warehouses and stuff. Yeah. And I'd be like, why do you have a bunch of sealed Blu-rays? And they'd be like, well, you know, I just didn't want to watch them. Yeah. I'm like, sure. Five copies of Cars 3. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... Apparently this is the best one, isn't it? I have no idea. Okay. I haven't seen a single Cars movie. I've somehow avoided it. I don't know. I've heard yeah, so many people... The, the sad that. thing was like, it was, it was really depressing, but the... 
the drug addicts were coming in, they're bringing their like mint collection of DVDs because they had the best collections. Mm. There were nothing but like cult hits, and like they're all in pretty good condition. And they'd be like, "Oh, how much can I get for these hundred movies?" I'm like, mm, seven bucks." And they were like, "Can you make it eight? I'm like, "Sure." I'd get the same at EB as well though because the way that they like price it. It's so aggressive. Yeah, it's really aggressive, and it kind of just takes advantage of people who, like, just... Not takes advantage, but, like, people would come in, like, desperately needing money, you've got a terrible trade value, and if you want cash, you also take 20% off the value. That's so, brutal. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's people, so intense. I'm just going to check in, because some people yeah. have commented on their so, uh, stuff. You, you read the comments, Dan. Um, tell me more about the expansion. So, like, are there new weapons, or is it just new monsters? Uh, no new weapons, but some weapons have had, like, a refactor, so they've got, like, new abilities onto yeah. them, or, like, they've been tweaked slightly um, to make them more interesting or, or like, uh, give them more depth to the weapon itself. Yeah. Um, the gra- grappling hook has sort of added a Is new grappling hook a weapon? It doesn't deal damage, but it creates a new attack for every single oh, weapon. Oh, that's really so, cool. Okay. So what you can do is um, it also... Like, there's a mechanic that's been in Monster Hunter, which is, like, when certain attacks will deal um, damage that creates a soft part of tissue on a, on a, on a monster, and that becomes a weaker part of the monster. Did you say they expose flesh? It, like, it sort of starts to rip off the armor yeah. of, like, a hard-scaled uh, enemy. Yeah. And then um, that soft tissue now takes more damage when you hit it. Yeah. It takes, like, an extra, like, 20% damage or something like yeah. that. Can um, you visually represent that? Yeah, that's yeah, you really get cool. to see like a white sort of ripped, ripped tear down the part of the body that okay, yeah. damages. Oh, so it's more like I'm, I'm just trying to imagine how they visually achieve that. Like, it's not a piece of scale coming off. It's more like a like a texture that's a part of top. I'm getting really in depth uh, here. No, no pieces of Pe- actual pieces. geo comes off. Actual geo comes wow, off. Monsters. That's really cool. Um, and yeah, there's there's, there's more. To so that means every monster has a bunch. It has like a bunch of layers stacked on top wow, of it, and like cool. I think so it also when you has... cut off, if you are like on the edge of a point, it'll still just cut off this chunk that you were technically. I think it also to. has like blend weights yeah. for each of the sort of pieces of the body that <sighs> it blends between different blend weights to like move to you. Yeah. Um. So that's like you get when you get tears down the arms that's or when they break. I mean, these like, monsters are like the centerpiece. That's of the, the centerpiece game, of the yeah, game. There's, makes there's, sense. Like, I mean, I was gonna say there's nothing else, but there really is. Like all of the the Monster Hunter games have sort of built off everything that they've done previously. Yeah. Um, but the new mechanic with the hook is that you hook onto a piece of the... You rip it off. Like, not so much you rip it off, you pull yourself to it, grab on, and then you usually have an attack that creates weak tissue. So, oh, okay. So it, will, it means that every single weapon can now create weak tissue. Yeah. On, on, on previously only some could do it? Yeah, only some could do it, or only some certain moves could. Whereas really now cool. there's a guaranteed way to do it. Is there and a they, dope animation for it? Oh, yeah. They're, like, does, they're does the character, like, sick. hang on to a big sh- shale of um, skin and, like, hack into it with a knife or something? Uh, I don't know what all of the weapons look like. I only looked at the hammer and I watched Kratos. pull off a scale with a hammer? Uh, so, with the hammer, you pull, pull yourself to it, and then you jump up and do, like, a big spin and, sli- like, slam the hammer all the way down. It, like, shaves oh, down the side of the okay. monster, which is really cool. There's one times so where, like, AAA is really impressive. That's and then, just coming um, to our fridge. Oh, no. And... Just be yeah, so it was no pretty cool. The knows. new area is really nice, really yeah. pretty, and apparently like for the beta they cordoned, cordoned off a section so you couldn't explore the whole. So they'll, area. They'll, when you get the actual thing, there'll be more content. There'll be more more area to explore yeah. inside the zone. Are these paid expansions? Yes, this okay. was this is the Ooh. first paid uh, piece of content coming to Monster Hunter World. Yeah, everything else they've done for the last two years oh. has been free. Yeah, I'm still not going to download the game. I'm sorry. You're, you're missing. You're missing out. If you can get me good internet at home, I'll download the game. I promise. Why don't you just bring a PS4 here? I have an Xbox, but yeah. I, say, we have I still can't play with anyone ever. We have a PS4 in the office, so I can lend you the game. I'll just, like, be sad and play. I'll come to work on a Saturday just to play the game. I didn't do that with Bloodborne, I'm not going to do it. Monster Hunter. 
But how'd you play the game is really good. I didn't. I'm saying I, I didn't come. I I really want to play Bloodborne, but I never right. wanted to take the PS4 home or come into the office to play it, which is maybe maybe a bit of a crippling blow. But is, is it gonna... Sekiro is still pretty good. Yeah, Sekiro is good. I'm still haven't finished it though. It's hard. Those darn apes. I got really upset like murdering too many monkeys, so I stopped playing. Ah, uh, okay. There's a there's a bit in Sekiro towards. I don't know if it's I don't know if I'm like seventy percent in or sixty percent in. Sounds about mid game if you're in something. I, I I killed the guardian ape. Yeah. And getting there, I had to kill a lot of monkeys. Aww. It made me really upset because they most of them don't have weapons and don't really fight back. Like especially if you kill them quickly. They're like they're like those like Japanese like the apes that you always see like hanging out around like a bath. And you kill like maybe a hundred of just like monkeys, and then you kill the boss, and the boss is like a big, big angry gorilla. That seems less bad because it becomes it's like a fucking centipede coming out of it at some point. <laughs> and then yeah, the, the boss after the guardian ape is like you fight the guardian ape and a different ape, and it's too hard. I'm just like no. That's yeah. the video game related question. No, technically, yeah, sure. but it's also a bit philosophical because uh, I'm don't curious. Don't ask me about it, Ben. No, I'm we curious. We didn't start this fight. I'm curious to ask it of other game devs. Do you think there's any validity, or what is your opinion on the statement that violence is caused by people, play, or like video games cause violence? I don't think it's it's related. That like I don't think people playing violent video games are gonna be violent. I think it's more of a need to look further back as to why somebody's violent or why they think it's okay to be violent. Yeah. Because a lot of the time, the people like the people I know who are being violent who are playing like like. PUBG or whatever, and they're getting really super violent. I like, I look at how their father or their mother or their like the families were before that, and they're like very brutal families. Like they don't respect each other, or yeah. like they don't respect their children. They don't like tell their children off when their children get into a fight with some other person's kid, and it just derails that way. And then like as soon as it's the video games, the video game brings that part out because they get frustrated, yeah. and the only way they know how to deal with the frustration is violence or with like being aggressive yeah and i think that's right. where it comes so, from. i mean sometimes that that can be cathartic for those people as well and it, it can go both ways right i definitely think though that uh, i think the media in general tends to be it affects you in a way that like just it desensitizes you to things so it's not that it will for me for example i'm i'm a super passive person i'm like a pacifist regarding like war i really don't believe that anyone should have an army but I also think, you. no, I don't want to. I don't want to own a gun. I don't want to own weapons. I don't think like Australia, for example, is a really good country example of a country that has no need to own an army and has no need to defend itself. Um, if we do, I think that's a more fundamental issue that we need to resolve. Mm -hmm. um, but I think by playing a lot of violent games and playing a lot of uh, specifically war-related media and watching watching and playing those things, I sort of don't reflect as critically on the real world. As a result of that, like I don't. Is it saying that you're like desensitized? I've, to it? I've desensitized to it, and it affects my life in a daily, like daily way. So if I see, like, if I see a fight breaking out in the street, or if I see um, actual actual acts of aggression, I'm just like, it just doesn't strike me as high. And I think uh, you know a really good example: we made a game called The American Dream, which tackled like gun violence, right, and more specifically like gun culture in the U.S. But um, from when I started playing that game. When we, when we were playing the early prototypes, there was a moment that really affected me where the gun was... I think uh, we were testing, and it was in VR, and uh, I think Ellie or Winston took the controller from my hand yeah. and then pointed it at me. 
and didn't and didn't, and didn't take my headset off. We just finished testing or something, and I was just like, "What? Uh, uh?" And because it, it was like it was out of my control, um, and that was one of the most effective moments of my life. But from then on, nothing else really confronted me in that game. Nothing could really compare to that moment. Yeah. Um, and then I, yeah, I just feel like it's just like adding to that desensitization. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. Okay. I can't. I don't think I can settle and say like, but I definitely don't. I think I definitely agree on that. Uh, yeah, like it. It more comes from you, right? Like, and it's it's media. It's like alcohol, right? Like it it enhances drugs and alcohol. Like enhance certain elements of you and your personality. I think media can bring out certain negative or positive traits in a person. Um, where they expose you to something that you weren't either otherwise exposed to, or they um they make you want more of something yeah i mean yeah generally generally like games bring on a lot of frustration because it can be something that's challenging yeah and you know how to beat it but you're you're struggling with execution or you don't know how to beat it um maybe because of how the designers made the game or because you haven't figured out the puzzle solution yet and you get the frustration and people resort to a different things and they have frustration and I know a lot of people get frustrated like their spouse or they get frustrated with their children and like I'm sure that can bring up very similar emotions and a lot of times that seems to be people deal with that with violence they feel a release when they pass it on to somebody else through hitting them I guess or like abusing them verbally at least it's getting you bring out the really uh, tough topics yeah, no, I'm, really, is, I'm sorry real I really like talking about this stuff how do you feel about this, this? Well, okay, so because my, my experience has been quite broad in, like, talking to people about this because, like, my parents were really big on, like, violence is a big thing in video games and it makes people violent. Negatively, and, so they, they thought it was definitely effective. Yeah, yeah. very much so. Um, and, like, growing up, I remember a really iconic moment where I was playing Bioshock Infinite. It came out when That's I was... That's a really violent game, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a dude with a spinning thing that you use to grapple around. It's pretty violent, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was super excited about it, and I was playing it. This was back when I used to live with my parents, and my mum walked into my room while I was playing it. I had my headphones on, playing it on PC, and she, like, freaked out, like, stopped the game, pulled me aside, and was like, I'm really concerned, like, I haven't seen you act aggressive, but obviously you have anger issues. Like, I'm like, no. Nah. If anything, I'm fucking ecstatic because I've always wanted to play Bioshock, but I'm scared of needles. This is the happiest I've been in years. <laughs> like, I was really excited about it. Um, and, yeah, it was a really interesting moment because, generally speaking, like, similarly, like, I see myself as, like, really passive. I'm, so like, she perceived those, those actions as a sign of your aggression coming out. Like, yeah. Your choice to play that was a, a yeah. sign that you needed to release some anger. Yeah, pretty much. Um, which I thought was, yeah, like, really interesting. Like, I'm, I'm quite proud of the fact that like I, I don't raise my voice unless I'm like really angry and generally it's in like a very specific circumstance like I don't raise my voice I don't yell at people like I tend to very much control like aggression towards people because I'm not a big fan of it I, are, you, are you laughing because that's wrong have I accidentally no, no, no. yelled at you a lot I, I'm, I'm laughing at like the moment at least you, every minute you've like slightly raised your voice in the office but it, I know it's comical like you do, you're doing it out of comic Oh, that's yes, usually, but, that, that's because it, Callum said very, he didn't like Shaggy. It's very that's, funny. Yeah, but like as as far as like actual serious yeah. aggression or whatever. Um, so I found that really surprising. And then I remember I went to like a uh, a dinner for a bunch of high school friends when we were all in university. And one of my friends was studying education. And 
she was saying that in one of her classes they were learning about it and they were literally being taught like at monash university that video games cause violence in people and she was arguing this back at me and i was like i i don't know how you can possibly see that and there is the well, she was doing a university course that was teaching her this yeah she was studying education what? yeah and that was part of it and they were talking boy she must be really upset now if she's actually got a job and she's teaching you like the kids they're playing fortnite they're gonna murder me yeah. ah! um all they want is battle royale every day kindergarten wasn't meant to be like this <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean there's multiple arguments that go back to saying like prior to video games it was film prior to film it was something else and it was but... photography yeah no, but i mean you like people people release tension and anger by like going boxing yeah. and that's like now socially acceptable Whereas, like, that's innately a much more violent act than, like, pressing a trigger on a game, right? football. Well, yeah, I mean, there's so many other forms of of aggression in life that I think showcase it more. Um, But, I mean, so, an interesting study, I'm really sorry to go even more morbid with this, (laughs) but it was a really interesting documentary I watched about immersion in technology and the way they're utilising that. And they were having a case where they studied known child molesters and they put them into now i remember what yep okay they they uh put them into vr headsets and put them into a simulation of what their fantasies were and then they tracked no 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 no, no, as an adult like what puts them in the situations and what they're attracted to and then they tracked all their brain signal stuff someone had to make that yep yeah, Fuck. but this whole thing is contract they work, track, hey? they track. <laughs> That's why they call it contract hell. Yeah, because you like you get a job from this like research group, and you're like, oh, you know, we're doing some educational work, we're helping people get better, and they're like, okay, so you're making a pedophile simulator, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah, gotta really do the ethics Look, study on that one. It was for a really good cause. They, anyway, yeah, they studied the brainwaves of all these of the, these people, and they figured out what it is, what that was actually triggering those reactions in them. So they can analyze them. And this is triggering I can't, me. Yeah. You're saying that I'm the bad person by bringing it up, but you're, no, you're laughing not. You're, hysterically. You're not. I'm just like imagining having to work on this I game. Too now. You're just yeah. like, oh, the animation isn't right. He's not selling like how much he doesn't want it quite. You're like, no, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. The 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 criminal is in VR as yep. themselves, yep. and there is a VR like a, a VR child. Rep- yeah, but they're not. It's anyway. <laughs> The, the the audio listeners won't quite get the expression me and that I call colour me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but it is an interesting concept to look into those and see how like okay, the so, idea of video games, the positive things that they can have yeah, and yeah. Okay, yeah. No no no. I was gonna say my so that's that's a that's a really good use case of it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's immersive immersive therapy, right? Yeah. I got friends who uh, they do VR film work. Uh, it's a lot of there's a lot of VR work being done for this. And they're making uh, VR films to help um, children and people who are like a, a youth um, work better in society. So it's it's basically immersive theatre um, that is designed to help uh, specifically bring children who have trouble dealing with other kids who have autism or have any sort of social anxiety or issues, and um, having them interact with them in a different space and trying to help them get better at either. I think it's specifically it was like um, youth that you know tend to be like not it's it's like ignorance training basically okay so it's like helping them understand that they're humans as well and they're people and helping them understand so and this is like this kind of work is like it's proven to be effective the same way that there's immersive 
games that are designed to help reduce anxiety. We make we make one. Mm. Um, though feathers not being scientifically tested to reduce anxiety, but so like yeah, we've got we've got we've got games that like are being we've got research work that's being done that is immersive, that's designed to achieve all these goals, but then we as developers are making games and say that we don't like believe that uh, violence is perpetrated. Whereas other emotions are perpetrated. Yeah, uh, that's kind of why I think it's our, an interesting thing because I is, don't think it's quite as simple as, as what a lot of people argue, which is like, nope, that's not true. That's not the case. I don't think they cause it, but I think there is a stronger link there. I think it depending enha- I think, on what it is. Do you agree, though, perhaps my, my argument was video games, like any form of media, enhance the emotion that they're projecting? Yeah, I would say and, that it's, it's And more... anger is cathartic, for example. Like violence, violence is a yeah. projection of some sort of rage, right? I think there is also the case of just like if a human desires to express some feeling, like they will find a way. Yeah. So if they didn't have video games, they would watch a it's violent like, film or they I, would. I was super or... pissed the other day when our internet was fucked in the morning because the power went out and then the internet wouldn't come back on because the breakers were all screwed up. So I played Butcher for like. 15 minutes while I used to pl- try to kill time. I used to play a lot of Hotline Miami for that. Like, yep. Hotline Miami Butcher was is very my, similar to Hotline yeah, Miami. That was and, definitely, like, I would not lie about that. I'm like, yep, I'm in a shitty mood. I just need to go and, like, smack a bunch of things. But... <laughs> does make a good sound from those thwack. Yeah, there's a lot of good sound effects in that game. It's a lot of good everything. It's in interesting. Game. I've never gone, oh, I'm really mad I'm going to play a video game now. If anything, I've been like, oh, pretty stressed out. I'm, you play, tell us, I'm actually going to play have you, have you gone through the... Uh, the That's... process of playing something violent when you're angry, or do you try to do what Dan does and chill out? I'm really curious. Because, like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't get really angry. I get frustrated. Maybe and we're then... secretly just hiding it, and we're both really angry people that really need a medium through which to let it out. Yeah. And we haven't had a chance. Like, I mean, I a think... comment that's and you're just, just come... really chill. A comment that's just come through is like, "Yep, I want to play shooty mans when my neighbors are being their loudest. Would totally never shoot a real person." Yeah. Mm. Which is that was from Digital Seahorse. Yeah. Digital Seahorse is quite a chill person. <laughs> well, yeah. I also noticed earlier Digital Seahorse pointed out that many people laugh when in uncomfortable situations. That's true. That's the, true. The well, yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's any other. It's probably, Maybe it's defensive. It's like, I have to laugh, otherwise, people will think I'm into it. It's <laughs> 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 just laughing then, right? Like, you don't. Uh, yeah, so hard. it's a weird topic. Know, the only... I'm not a, I'm not a scientician. You're only, you're only, or an like, English wordsmith. I am, I have, no, I have no degrees. The video game where like, I'm like, heck yeah, violence is Doom, mm-hmm. and the, the Doom 2016 reboot. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is my jam. Like, I just feel like listening to that music designed for like mayhem and chaos, and then just the destroying aliens or like. Demons. You know, it's interesting that you called fun. out that game specifically because Doom was the game attributed to the Columbine shooting kids. It was specifically Doom when it first came out. The two kids that played played a lot of Doom. Satanic. Yeah, no, that's what everyone said. They said they're demons, they're in the underworld, like mm. that's what caused it. There's a lot of studies that have proven like at least one of them suffered from depression and didn't want to be medicated, so went off their medication. Mm. So it's like this was a... a person suffering from a mental illness oh, no, not Chad. being on their medication um what i'll just let chat chat do a thing i just saw yeah. oh okay I, yeah doom doom's like a, an out there one for me because like 
Yeah, I'm even then. I'm not playing it to get off any stress or anything like that. I'm just in there because that's what the, the tanger ex- table's for. The execution in that game. Is <laughs> <laughs> you just said you wanted to get off some stress, right? You bang the table. Bang um, that table out. Yeah, but it's it's kind of like it feels like a ballet in that game, which I what I really enjoy because the music times up really well with combat like it's, it's that's a beautifully crafted game it's it, like devil daggers it pulls the almost the as good as devil daggers <laughs> yeah i can get back to that but yeah, <laughs> the, the doom pulls it pulls in the music as as monsters spawn and the music is there until they're gone but the the timing of how they manage to make new enemies spawn in and keep it relatively in time with each of the beats in the music so that it feels like you're executing on a pattern um just feels really really nice and there's probably some some of it as well on the player because like there's no way that they programmed it to sync up the shots with the like the the downward strum players the totally just do that so though. the players do that yeah to sync themselves up with the music and then you get this synesthetic um experience which is like, fantastic it's like playing a really good like, rhythm game when i played the doom reboot i played through the whole game in one sitting even though that took me to like four in the morning because that game was just like, what? fantastic that I enjoyed the whole time. You played wow. And I haven't done that with a video game since Mass Effect. One. Yep. That was the last time I was a long session. No. Yes, that was, that was one time I did that. I did play Mass Effect from start to finish on after buying it. Um the only other time oh Dawn of War Chaos Rising. But that was with a friend, like we had a land, it was kind of a thing. We like bought it and we're like, we're gonna finish this game over this land. Mm. We did. But it was only like seven or eight hours. Yep. Whereas yeah, Mass Effect I think I played for thirty hours straight. Um, I got on like a Sunday morning and I maybe thirty maybe it was more like twenty five hours. Yeah, and then I had to go to school the next day. And I was like I finished at like six AM. It was a big mistake. That was safe. It was not safe. Good idea, staying up for 30 hours. Yeah, but this was like year 10, so like, did it really matter? I don't think it did. Fair. And then everyone will be like, Mass Effect 1 was terrible. So this is why, I, I think this is why I'm like so into Mass Effect 1 of the franchise. That sort of affiliation with that, mm. that just like intense game crunch. Yeah. Game cr- I think the only one I've done that recently with was Until Dawn. Okay. I How long is that though? Nine hours. Oh, that's, okay, that's, size, that's still a chunk of hours. That was, but, it was like an entire Sunday. It was yeah. like from sunrise to sundown, not paying attention. As an adult now, I start in the morning instead of starting in the Yeah, afternoon. that's what I did. Yeah. Well, I actually only did that with this game because I started on like a Thursday night and it was really dark outside. I'm like, I'm scared now. I don't want to play this game. Ooh. So I started in the daylight so I wouldn't be scared and then I just kind of kept playing. But then it was nighttime and you're like, you finished at like 8pm and you're like, oh fuck. I have, to go to, I have to go to sleep and there goes my Sunday. Yeah, it was kind of worth it though. It was a really good game. Yeah. I did really enjoy that game. And I think it was one of those games that were really I haven't well I haven't played Until Dawn, but can you like just sort of summarize? That's a PS4 game, right? Yes. Yeah. What's, so what's Until Until Dawn is like a narrative based narrative based, not really narrative based, not uh, cinematic. Yeah, cinematic um, game where you play as eight survivors or eight players, and if you make any bad decisions and they get killed, that player is killed and dead for good, and you keep playing as the remainder and try and get to the end of the game with as many possible. Uh, survivors as possible set in a horror kind of tropey what's style what's the medium of play like a third person game or is it a... yes you described it as cinematic like, yes do you play as one person at a time yes okay yeah Very good. yeah okay like mm. detroit sort of style but more players i don't play detroit mm. but detroit's not really i don't think i'll play detroit i haven't played it <laughs> yeah i plan to play it eventually but yeah, yeah. it's very good 
It's mm. very good. But yeah, what what made what made Until Dawn? What got you through those nine hours? Do you think? I really like anything narrative based in that regard. Yeah. And it kind of felt it almost felt like a Netflix series because the way they structured it is when you would because you know did it have classic, that really nice like fifty minute arc? Kind of the classic like horror trope of everyone slowly starts to get separated, yeah. and so they get to this like really epic bit with this group, and then you get moved to this group. So you're like, oh, I want to go back and know know yeah. what happened there. Or, like, if a character died, they'd move to someone else. And you're like, I want to know what the repercussions are. Did that are. happen to happen in about 50 to 60 minutes? I'm not sure. I can't place. remember. Because that would be, like, perfect to fit their, like, Netflix binge timing. Because they seem to have got their dental final arc. Because yeah. now, the only thing I will binge is TV shows. I won't do that with uh, games anymore. What's the latest TV show you binged? <laughs> sure, that sounds great for our audio listeners. <laughs> this is me just, like, going, that, like... That, that, uh, the ad break. The mouth part. <laughs> Mouthbot sound. I don't know. Um, you talk about something while I have to think. Um, okay. Uh, in terms of positive games, on the flip side, I'm really looking forward to Sayonara Wild Hearts. That game looks beautiful. Pepsi Man! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll explain that instead. It's more interesting. Oh. Pepsi Man, Sayonara Wild Hearts Man. Pepsi endorsed. Why? I couldn't stop thinking of Pepsi Man when I saw that game. Because of the gameplay? Because of the gameplay. Yeah. I'm like, this is just really flashy Pepsi Man. It's Which it's is just re- a really flashy info. I was going to say, it's re- restyled Pepsi Man. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But it's also, you're listening to a, like Elise, a pop, pop album. The listeners also can't I'm... see Elise's face not knowing what Pepsi Man is. No. Also, I don't know, I think I think it's good that people are making experimental games like that, but I just watched the trailer and I'm like, but what is it? I watched it? like 13 minutes of gameplay. Okay. Um, and it's it's an info run. With yeah. cool, with, okay. It's an info run mostly. Well, oh, no, it's, it's like a, a designed runner. Yeah. And then it's got, like, little cutscene moments that yeah. have, a, like, rhythm and action. And if you fail, you just sort of rewind a little bit and then redo it. So it's got a start, middle, it's kind of got, like, a narrative. And it's a visual narrative, it tells. I didn't, yeah. I couldn't tell, I wasn't listening. After I was like, okay, it's got nice music. I put my headphones off and just kept watching. Does it have words? Uh, I think it, it does have some words yeah. in it, maybe. So it, but it's, it's, it's a series whole, of vignettes. The whole thing is, is an album. It's yeah. based on an album of music. Oh. The album is coming out at the same time. It's definitely my jam. I and it's, music. each track is a level. Yep. Uh, and they, they all have slight variations, but most like for the most part... Like one bit's like you're skating, and the next bit you're rollerblading, and then you're yeah, like on a motorbike. Yeah, and then you're also in, locked into like combat sort of sequences yeah. with some other... Switch exclusive? Yes. Uh, no, I think, it's, I think it's also coming to PC. But um, I believe it'll come to all the platforms. The, the core gameplay is like you're Rip going up. down like tracks, and semi semi The gameplay is semi tied to the music. It didn't seem super like it, think, it didn't seem like a music rhythm game in the way that like all no. the sort of things you're. It's like you're moving down like this, the bits I saw were like four tracks, and as you're moving down, there will be like 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 sonic rings yeah, along it's, one it's, and you get those ones and you bounce to the next track and get those sonic rings on this one yeah it's, and they'd be like oh you have to jump here to get the points here it's overarchingly um tied to the music i believe but oh, not okay. necessarily like interacting not with like, hb it's no beat saber um yeah. it i think if yeah you do mess something up it does rewind a, a bar yeah like the music doesn't it's rewind specifically but the gameplay the... part comes back a bar so you line up with the next bar of music oh but going. they don't rewind the music i don't think so huh is it by a studio um, that's made other like significant things? Significant publisher, I don't know about Yes, uh, it's... Do you want to look it up? It's... There's... There's, there's two of them. Um, who, the, who are the, the devs? Smogo. Don't just look up Pepsi Man. Swedish now. video yeah, game developers. They've done, they've done some, some other stuff. What have stuff. they done? Year Walk, Device 6, Sailor's oh. Dream. 
Beat Snake Bandit. Beats? Okay, so they're definitely in that so territory. Swedish. Yeah, yeah, they've done some stuff. I know about Device 6. Not what it is, I just know about it. But it just looks really cool, and I think it would oh, be really yeah, chill to play on my Switch, cool. like on the train. It'll keep me super relaxed. Yeah. Um, and I've been listening to the Inspiration album. So you don't have to play Doom, that'd be good. Yeah, I'm not going to play Doom on, on my Switch. I'll play it on my PC. <laughs> but um, just like they made, they made a Spotify playlist, which I posted in the Discord, what? of like the inspiration music for the album. Yeah. And so they so, made the music custom for the game as well? Yeah. So the, yeah, cool. the album, album is for the game. Yeah. Um, I think they're working with a friend or something. Sweet, yeah. Um, but yeah, just listening to like the inspiration tracks, I'm like, yep, so this is my vibe. You just saw the trailer. Yes. And you had no idea what the game was? No. Classic video game trailer. It was like a <laughs> one minute, really sharp. It looks trailer. beautiful. Yes. Yeah, that's what I, the impression I got, it looks a lot better than Pepsi Man. Uh, I hope someone can link that in the chat for us. I Pepsi think... Man. Pepsi Man. Do, 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 do. I'm, I'm almost getting to the point with video games now, I think, where I've stopped banking on games purely based on their visuals because I don't have time to play... Full circle. I, yeah, I don't have time to play games that look great but play crap. So Plenty until of. proven otherwise, I will play a game that's known mechanically as yeah. quite good. Mm. Not I'm really... Waiting for recommendations, rather. Yeah, pretty much. And I think I've yeah. just been burnt too many times by like games of like that art style looks amazing and then realising that the company spent their entire project the developing the art style yeah. and not necessarily the gameplay. Yeah. So I don't need to play the same game I played the ten times over that looks kind of better. I yeah. prefer to play something new and interesting, even if it looks kind well, of Well, it looks... I do you like um, rail? I don't know what you call them. They're like, they're a runner and then you can switch. It's just like, it's just like rhythmic. They rhythmic yeah. games. I and wouldn't call them a music rhythm. I'm pretty sure their, their design goals were give the players something to do while they're listening to this album. Yeah. That, that has a semi-related medium. So yeah. you feel like you're, like you're playing, this, like not specifically playing the song, but you're doing stuff. You're dancing with the music in a way that yeah. you're just sort of doing something while you're listening to this cool track. Like I'm guessing they, they expect a lot of people who just plug in the headphones, listen to some music while they play a game. But they wanted something that felt like music was part of it. Yeah. So that's what they're going for. And is the musician famous, or is it in-house musician? Uh, I don't know. If yeah. the if the musician's famous, then it'll be because um, I didn't I didn't recognize any particular the... aesthetic from the music. <laughs> People are linking Pepsi Man stuff in the chat. Very good. Um, mm. So the the reason I run on Pepsi Man is just because I was like, uh, even though it's just like any Infinite Runner is like a game where you run on a track, and then the the character sort of bounces between bits and gets score. Um, the I don't know why that particular. I was just like, Pepsi Man's trash, but it's basically just this one game, and this game is just like a really nice skin on it. And but it was um, I haven't actually seen any Infinite Runners that are hand designed, actually. Except for like all the modern Infinite Runners are infinite, mm. right? Whereas like Pepsi Man is literally the only runner I know that has designed levels. I guess that isn't Sonic. Does Sonic have these kind of like runner levels where you're like jumping between different tracks? I feel like they're mini games in a lot of things. I'm just appreciating that sentence that said um, playing through a brief demo of Sayonara Wild Hearts is like riding a motorcycle through a Carly Rae Jepsen album. That's a not a positive comment. No, that's a terrible funny. what? That's a well, that's, I guess it depends on whether the person likes, likes Carly Rae Jepsen. But uh, I don't think I can't like, find an obvious link to who the music is. I like probably Carly Rae Jepsen. One of her songs maybe? What song? I don't know the name of it. But if, I, it if I heard call it. Call me maybe. Call no, another one. What? She had another one? Yeah, she's in lots can of you songs. hum the tune? Really? Yeah. I'm pretty certain she's in lots of songs. I thought that was her only song. 
Harley Ray Jepsen. Is it really Jepsen? What a terrible last name. Yeah. Sorry to all the Jepsons she, out there. She features on a lot of tracks as well. Okay. Feature um, Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Is she a rapper now? No. Sorry. She's just a singer. <laughs> I feel so bad. She's probably it's a just, really nice person. I'm just like shitting on her. Well, yeah, made one song and it became famous. And yeah. Then everyone's like, oh, she made more than one. It's like, yeah. Or, musicians tend to make more than one. She's probably a number. Is that, uh, what was the, what the, what was the Friday the girl? Yeah, but that oh, was she Rebecca, like Rebecca Black. Rebecca Black. Was, Rebecca Black she, that was she like paid for like a producer, and, and yeah. it was and a whole like, yeah, thing. Paid, okay. I think no, I think her and her family paid to make that song happen, and they like paid to promote it and stuff. I think that was and actually was quite. Kind of terrible. I think that was actually quite sad because I'm pretty sure I read articles about it after being like she was bullied and like left high school and stuff like that. But she was rich. I don't think that so. doesn't just like yes, but she didn't leave high school because she was rich. I think she left because it became a joke. Oh, and then she got made fun of for I mean, the fact that she did that. Yeah, you would. If you that's, were rich enough that's... to make a song like that, and make a, you're like, hey, dad, um, I'm gonna record a song, but could you like pay like a couple of hundred grand to get this music video made? It won't be very good, but you know, like I'll post Alternat- it on the gram. Alternatively, was... she was a young girl who really wanted to make a song, had the money to do it. Like lots of rich kids who get to do what they want. Yeah, it's true. I just like, so sorry there, for them. No, like, there is just the option that she just had the privilege to make a song. She tried to record a song, and it became more of a joke than a popular song. And mm-hmm. it's kind of sad if she had to It was like, very popular, though, as well. Very popular. <laughs> so I don't, popular I don't, I don't feel like it was that case, and I don't think we should be mean about it either. That's kind of what I'm Because we don't know the full situation. <laughs> we don't. But there was, it was a company that did it. Because the company also Disney did... Scouted her? I think it was... Someone they get, probably approached the history her. of Friday. She was probably making YouTube videos of her singing, and they were like, "Oh, that's fine singing for what we need." Uh-huh. And they they had their own songwriter and probably their own composer that made catchy tunes. Oh, I because hundred percent. If she was scouted and she's like, "This is a great opportunity. I'm gonna do it," yeah. and she did it, and she didn't like, she wasn't just some rich kid. That's fine. I feel really bad for her. That's yeah. the case. I'm not a fucking monster. <laughs> I only say this because because there was another song. I have been that bullied in high school. I know what that's like. There was another song that happened probably like. Four months later, after that one went viral, was it also her? by the same producers oh. that also went viral because of the relation to the Friday song. What is the song now? I need to hear it. I, I must know, hear I the new like, Friday, Friday two point I feel like there's like there's probably a bigger story here. Yeah, as to what what really happened because. So what you're saying is instead of video games, we should write a document, make a documentary. <sighs> You'll see. I was gonna say this should be like the fire documentary if anyone saw that because it was really depressing. But it, I, I didn't want, actually watch it. I it's was really depressing, too, and I didn't. But um, I would like to see the Friday documentary and like the story of that production house and how many people's lives they made and ruined. Yeah. Um, that sounds really interesting. Park Music Factory. Oh, um, that even Music Factory really? That even sounds like they fuck things up. Oh my god. Was that's a good start. It was founded in twenty ten. Time by the way. And defunct in twenty thirteen. Okay. Um, we're just uh, for the listeners. We're just uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, we're just looking. Factory. Looking we can, we can this listen is good to that content. More. But I feel, I feel, like the, I feel like there's a bit of a story there. As to yeah, like what happened? Well, we'll, we'll do. So we'll research this. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll write. We'll write our thesis. Yeah. Uh, and we'll come back and we'll give you the review next week. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, Arc Music Factory. It is. It is a really terrible things they've done. It is a very strong thing that they argue of like of documentaries, things like the Fire Festival the intention of those and who that they're who they're actually highlighting who the money goes to that sort of thing like 
who benefited from the documentary. The so Fire Festival the one good thing the Fire Festival was when they were filming the documentary, they were pointing out like a couple all the people who on the island, the people who live there, yeah, and the businesses that were ruined because of the money that was owed to them. Um, there was like a there was a couple of different businesses who just got fucked. There were like the workers who were trying to set the thing up. So did Everyone profits from the film go so to those com- those the Fire Festival organization? At least the one I watched, they um they worked with a bunch of funding groups. Yeah. And they the document documentary promoted these fundings these funding bodies, and I believe the people who got fucked got their money back. Okay. And then some, I think. Yeah. And I hope I hope at least the documentary people got put some of that money toward it as well, but I. At least from the outside, it appears that those people got unfucked, but they still got fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really interested in the idea of, like, exploitation through documentaries and how all that works. So this, I don't know if anyone's watched it. Um, I think you mentioned you've seen it, Dan, is the Netflix document series, the, like, four-part thing on Ted Bundy. Let me just let you guys talk about this. <laughs> well, no, this is, like, a more of a big thing. I have thing. yeah. Okay, but, like, so there's... In the Netflix documentary series, there's one woman who comes out on the show and says that she had met Ted Bundy. He tried to, like, lure her away or whatever. I think they were even in a car or something. I can't remember mm-hmm. the exact story. But pretty much it was that she survived. Like, she caught on to something was wrong and just, like, ran and yelled and, like, got herself out of the situation and survived. And I was listening to a podcast by last podcast on the left who do a lot of, like, crime-related and true crime things. And they did a review on this documentary. And something I found really interesting where they were saying... In, in that example, like, what does, what is gained by the world knowing, like, that woman's name or in that situation? Like, she hadn't come out in a lot of situations as, like, a survivor of had she Ted test- Bundy. Had she testified during the cases against him? I, I'm not sure if her name was ever public. Yeah. But this was, like, this is her name, yeah. her face, this is who she is. I mean, I think anything well, post post-action, like, OJ, the OJ case is another good one. Like, at this point, it's just a folktale. Well, I'm pretty sure... That people are making money off. She was part of the case, right? In one of the towns, because she did a lineup and picked him out. Yes, but I don't think she ever publicly said her name. In the documentary or during the, the time trial? During the time. Like, I yeah. think... Testifying, you can get, like, privacy. Yeah, yeah. That, right? Yeah. So you don't get fucking killed if the person gets out. Yeah. But I do... Yeah. Which she I, I think that's just something I'm, like, more and more intrigued by is... It's it's such a like a phase right now of like all of true crime and creating these documentaries and stuff like that. Is it? There's been those true crime doc- TV shows for a long time though. It's but the the level of publicity they're getting like the OJ Simpson there was like a few that came the out recent, and one of them was, like was a, with like David Schwimmer and yeah yeah, yeah. Like, my partner watched that one yeah, yeah like so they're they're putting a lot of money into these documentaries. I I think that anything at a certain point they stop being documentaries and they start being like movies that are about true stories right they're just a piece of media at that point well i mean that's the ted bundy one is interesting because there is a literal film that's just come out with zach efron as ted bundy so that's now because because they as they get older they become more like just a general piece of media and people are more compelled to watch them because they're so real well yeah so that's that's a really big point of contention that came out on the zach efron film is people who are families of the women who got murdered are saying you're turning this into a source of income. Yep. Like you're making a movie about this. Why do you have the right to make my child's death entertainment for other people? Yeah. And that is a really interesting thing to explore because at what what point does it become truth and fiction? And and at the end of the day, the film, my understanding... They're not informing anyone. If you want to be informed, you could read the article on Wikipedia. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Especially when it comes to film. Yeah. 
because they're not... Yeah, documentary yeah. is not a big medium in film, in, if we're talking, like, retail film, that's anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you're not getting all those Netflix documentaries in cinemas, like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, the really good David Attenborough stuff or whatever. Yeah, but I do find it interesting, because, like, I'm really interested in true crime in general, and I like watching those things, but I do sort of have that take back of, like, who's benefiting from this? Like, is this at the expense of the families? Like, a really sad point in the OJ case was so it was oj simpson whatever it was his ex-wife or wife or whatever and her new boyfriend and in the documentary the family of the partner pointed out like no one knows our son's name like obviously some people do but it was like oj i mean i even forget her name terrible at names but the wife's name was like everywhere but the partner wasn't as publicized i don't know anything about that case besides the the fact that the kardashians are rich now as a result of it Considering we can't be here for seven hours, then I won't tell you about the OJ case. <laughs> describe to you. It's a long running, like it's still. It's a fascinating case. Yeah. Yeah. OJ Simpson was trending on Twitter. Oh, he's a celebrity criminal. Well, no, he was. Was he a sportsman before then? Yeah, he was an athlete. That's yeah, what okay. made so it he was such a celebrity a big deal. before then, and now he's yes, a, that's what now made he's a celebrity so criminal, basically. Or I think part of exonerated the, criminal. Part of the idea, part of the thing of the OJ trial, I think. <laughs> it's. I think a big part of his grabs. his fame is that. Everyone thinks he did it. No, yeah. it, sorry. Most people believe he did it and he didn't get... Do you think he did I'm kidding. <laughs> I have so many I opinions not, on I, that. I, I so. can't voice mine. Because uh, I don't have... I, I don't want to have an opinion on something I know nothing about. Besides the man's name is O.J. Simpson. It's really, it's really hard with those kind of situations because, like, it's really easy to put a lot of people in positions of power as, like, immediately guilty. And, like... It's because they've got so much power that they, it's like, oh, they could hide it if they wanted to. And if just if somebody decided to veto it, like, and it's all, and I think all about historically, they often do. Yeah, like, yeah. historically, it's always been that people with power abuse it. abuse it or try and hide anything they're doing with using their power or use their power to distract from what they're trying to do. Um, and, like, there's all books are written about it and, like, all these sort of things. It's like people in power will abuse power. But it's like, it's really hard, right? Because not everyone in power is like terrible people. Yeah. It's just some people are. I mean, interestingly enough, like, did you both watch Making a Murderer? No, no, I haven't seen. Oh. Making a We're not into true crime stuff. Yeah, no, but so. that was that was a pretty big one that was everywhere. I don't like watching true crime stuff because, like, I'm aware that we are we're living in a terrible world. We're very fortunate to live in quite a good country. That being said, but it's like crime rates pretty low. Um, I don't, I, I don't know, I, I got enough on my plate. I don't need to be reminded of the sad stuff that's going on mm. that around me. I, like, I've just focused, I'm very focused on all the bad stuff in my own life right now. I don't need all the other stuff to, like, get me down even more than I already am, right? So I'll always opt out of something that's, like, not <laughs> invaluable or, like, helpful or enlightening. Pretty like, much, like, not I'm not going to learn anything from watching those documentaries. Are you just, do you... Besides, okay. like, a story. Like, it's a story. Uh, but it is real. That's, that's why I don't like watching like I don't like watching horror movies or T or like stuff. The more like it's not fantasy, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that kind of stuff. That's just like some dude is just a, a bad man and killed some people or like Wolf Creek kind of shit. Like these things are either based on or are real stories. Yeah. Right. That just makes me like sad and scared, and I don't need to be like we're bombarded with that from the news, which I don't read. We're bombarded with that from Read. social media. 
read like web blog. Right. Blog. Okay. Sorry. I, I don't mean like, like I was imagining you in your news... coffee with a big newspaper <laughs> yeah. and flipping it over, and and you see the entertainment section, you're like poofed, no. like throw that out. Yeah, I I have always opted out of staying current, whether it be like on old stories or like on new stuff, because it's just like it's too much, and like it's the access is even easier, like Netflix and YouTube and Twitter. So the more I bombard myself with, the more likely I am to just be depressed about the state of the world when I can focus on at least making the things around myself and around the people I'm, like, who are part of my life better. Like, I can at least improve this little local nebulous area um, by being happier or being, like, in a better state. So why make, bring myself down? Instead, I'll just play right. violent games. <laughs> I'm just waiting on, on Helpful Mole here. Said they got a, got a real quick question. Oh, and it better not cool. be pizza because I've seen helpful mob posting about pizza a lot. Oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, because we're, we're getting close to the time. Um, yes. I haven't even talked about what I've been playing, but I, I was going to say. Do you have? Have you finally thought about what you've been playing? No, I was meant to be telling you what um, movie, TV show I've been to recently. Oh yeah, well, I don't know what it was. I totally, I got confused by Pepsi Man in that game. Um, I don't know what I've been to recently. I'm sorry. Um. Uh, nope. But I, I, I've just been playing more Diablo. And a little bit of that on the weekend. I uh, played like seven hours. Um, it's only improved slightly. And I got really bored because I picked a Barbarian. It was a mistake. Um, I don't think I want to play a lot more of that though. I'll probably just play it when it's like appropriate. I've actually played a lot of Cave Blazers. So that Cave, Cave Blazers was previously, it's on my Switch. If the runs are really short, it's a roguelike. It's like an action roguelike. Um, and I would play it um, when I went to do washing. But now I'm just like, I got home last night. I was like, well, I got 30 minutes to kill. Play some Cave Blazers. It's just like a really tight fucking game. It's just like very tight. Yes, I'm aware. Um, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's just a super, super tight roguelike. Um, and the more I'm playing it, the more I'm like, the nuance of the combat is really tight. Um, the systems, uh, they've kind of stopped expanding. You know, like the possibility space of a system in a roguelike tends to like be super wide. As you start to narrow and you start to understand all the systems um and that's not an area i'm actually starting to make progress in the game hmm. um as i understanding those things and i'm hoping it opens back up again as i start to discover more things but for the meantime i'm just really enjoying like playing 30 minutes to an hour of it if i have time maybe less or none um and i, I didn't expect it to actually be any good mm. yeah that's interesting so i've been playing uh has been Heroes on my Switch. Okay. Which is a game that released really early and it's by the same people who made Trine. And it's, what? Really? Yeah. So oh, it's I it's like a it's a roguelike. Played the first two Trines. Um, it's like a strategic roguelike kind of thing where you go screen by screen, you gotta take down enemies. Has been Heroes. And um it's Is it a Switch title? It, yeah. It is on Switch, yeah. And it's on PlayStation and stuff and Xbox as well. Ooh. But it, it kinda got sunk by like all the other things around it and like a lot of yeah. people didn't didn't like it because yeah. And I can kind of understand why it's very hard to get into. There's the tutorial does not cover half of the mechanics in the game. Yeah. Um. So I've I've won one run, and the kind of the way the game is built is that it's like complete two zones zones to beat your first run, then complete three zones to complete your second run, all the way up to like I think seven zones. Yeah. And I'm stuck on my second run. I can't win my second run. It's just so hard. Um, does it get harder each run, or are you just it, bad luck? It's just. Sometimes it's sometimes it's bad luck because you don't get the items like some good items. You get just really trashy ones, um, and sometimes like it's your bad execution in the strategy part of the game. Um, but it's it's fun to sort of pick up. But the games kind of go for a little bit too long, in my opinion. Yeah, like, cave blazers, I've had runs that go for thirty seconds. 
Yeah. Like, they're like spelunky fast. So like the shortest run I've had in, in this has oh, probably yeah. been like I put on the setting that 10 makes minutes. it faster. 10 minutes is probably the shortest run I've had. Yeah. Uh, but most battles go for two minutes and you usually have like four four battles per zone. So Are they t- battles turn-based? Kind of. Oh, it's like semi-turn-based. That might so be you make it slow, yeah. So the pace of the game is not really there. So it means that like when you pick it up and you play it, it's really fun to play for half an hour because you're like strategizing and stuff. But to do like a full run and they're only going to get longer, it takes like half an hour to an hour for each run. And you know, I fail like 11 runs and I haven't That's won annoying. one. So it's yeah. kind of hard. Is your computer like about to die? Yes. At least his computer about to explode. But yeah, it's it, no. It's oh, that was very good timing. Okay. Oh no. I'll. I, maybe we can make chat big. I was gonna say if chat had any like questions. That um, we, we did get one chat. Of what packs are we going to? It's just packs of this, this year. year yeah. And then well, we went to packs east as well. Me and yeah. Lex were there. Yeah, we're packs east earlier this year, and yeah. we'll probably be at packs east again next year, probably. Right? Yes. Packs east is somehow easier than packs west now. I don't know why. I think because um, it's it's so close to GDC, right? Which it won't that, be next year. It's like a month apart. Yeah. Oh, it's, no. it's and. It's always just like what it works out to be. Yeah. But yeah, the last this year it was definitely like we were able to just. I my flight was really cheap, and then I was able to just go from. I got a really cheap flight actually. It was like super cheap, and I just flew over to Boston after GDC and started setting up straight away. And it was a really fast trip in total. It was like just the right amount of time between both. To set no, up. We didn't have to yeah. rush, but we had time to set up. Yeah, I think I only ha- I had uh, a day off in between starting setup and getting to Boston. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, Pax Oz for sure. I'm getting be hyped set up for that. It's going to be a good show. Pax Oz is super chill though, because like yeah. our office is just down the road from the venue, so we can just like go and set up on the Thursday really quickly because everyone can help out. We just do really fast. Um, though everyone's already dead because of Kings Week. Yeah, because it comes right yeah. after our conference. And now it's going to be even longer because it's three. GCAP is three days now. Oh, is it three days? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Gonna... Yes. Wow. So it's going to be a long week. Oh. Yeah, it means it's going to overlap with the Thursday bump, yeah. I thought it was starting on Monday now. Oh, is it start on Monday? Is it start on Monday? I think so, because didn't they move Unite? Yeah, Unite just is gone. It's gone, yeah. So, okay. you, it used to so be yes, they moved so it moved to the ether. The conference used to, there used to be a Unite conference on the Monday, then GCAP used to be two days. Yeah. And then you would have the day of the Thursday to set up the packs. Which is always like the Women in Games lunch. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then we'd, uh, we'd set up the booth, and then we'd start packs Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Now it's... What GCAP three days in a row, and then a day of setup. It's just gonna be intense. Mm. Um, good. Everyone's gonna be tired. Can't wait. It's always a good week. Yeah. It's always stressful, but it's a fun week. Uh, do I need to hop over there and make the chat bigger so we can read it? Mm. Oh no. Okay. Probably. Yeah. So yeah, packs all I guess. Should be good. I'm excited. It will be my first packs I was with Samurai Punk. Oh yeah. Oh, so big chat. Exciting. Oh, that is there. Yeah, Paxos is pretty is pretty chill. Oh, helpful mole is fucking Mark. God damn it. I can never remember remember his Twitch name. <laughs> fucking Mark. Why Mark why was Mark the one going on about pizza then? Yeah. Um yeah, no, we've got we got a big chat now, so we can actually see. Um yeah, I'm sorry, Seahorse, we won't be there. Are you going this year? I guess Pax West. Seahorse is in um Canada. So I guess Pax West would be the most convenient. Yes, um, geographically. Yes, yeah, but I don't know how it works. Maybe now that I've been to America, I've like no, finally you know that in Canada spreads the width of the United of the, the the North America, right? So they could go from they could be in Newfoundland, which is closer to Boston, right? And they could have a funny Newfoundland accent. You don't know where Newfoundland is, do you? I, 
I'm just enjoying you say it. Yeah. Wait, do I know where what is? Newfoundland. Or what, sorry? Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, no one says Newfoundland. It's called Newfoundland. They're Newfies. Like, mean? like Worcestershire I have Canadian friends closer to... Oh, you are closer to East. Okay. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Sorry. Yeah. Seahorse, back me up. It's called Newfoundland, okay? <laughs> Fuck. Give me more. I'm just like Russell and the Jimmies here. Mm. Um, With the table change. Newfoundlers... Fuck you. No one's... What? Yeah, but it's separated. Newfoundland. <laughs> Hello, I our, am our from, friend from Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Everyone else who doesn't know. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I'm getting goozled by chat. I don't like this. <laughs> um, does anyone else in chat have questions? Um, because mm. it's getting late and we should uh, we should wrap her up. Yeah. Um, what? I, I swear our, our friend in friend what friend in comments says Newfoundland. Newfoundland? He has, he has a funny He has one of the funny accents too. Maybe he... He's actually saying Newfoundland. Maybe, he, maybe he's fake. But it's Mole is peacing out. Oh. See you later, Mole. Cut to TGS. Maybe, maybe after um, maybe. BIC. If they let me into BIC, I'll go to BIC. Yeah. Yeah, BIC. BIC is the one in Korea. I need to get a passport so I can... You don't have a passport? What? No, mine's expired. Oh. So Very expensive. Okay. I, uh, when I first went to Japan, I had my list of like all the things to do before, and I was like, yep. Yeah, copy this do this all this sort of stuff and then the last one was like have a passport yeah so it was like two days before i was leaving for japan i found my passport and i looked at it and i'm like this expires in a month and you can't leave the country when your passport expires yeah yeah um because it turns out that that was like my child's passport even though i was over 18 it was only valid for five years so you look the same in that passport that you do now right I have glasses now. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> that means you just have to take them off. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So my passport photo is like pretty sad looking because I basically like ran to the post office with tears streaming down my eyes, oh. and then had to pay to get an expedited passport the day before I left. Holy to shit! The airport. You got it. That's yes. That's impressive. Yes. How much more is it to get the super passport? I don't think it was. That. It was probably like a hundred bucks more or something. It's which, the, please, considering I was going to Japan for a month. Fee, yeah. Because I was going to Japan for a month, I'm like, this is nothing in yeah. comparison to like paying for a different flight. Um, yeah. But yeah, pretty and much I just had to go there and be like, I was an idiot. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do this. Please don't hate me. At Please least they can do it. it. Yes. Like, yes. bureaucracy working that fast surprises me. Yeah. Even if you have to pay turnaround. extra to make it. Yeah, a day turnaround on a new passport. Well, it's yeah. a renewal, not a new passport, right? No, it's yeah. a new passport. Because I had a kid's... Oh, well, I had yeah. a child's passport. It's still... I guess that's a renewal. still use all the places. same information. It just needs yeah, your, I guess so. your I suppose new so. picture. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, and just, yeah, the new thing. But yeah, that's that's amazing, yeah. actually. So you should get your one. Ooh, oh, but I'll, I'll... We got a pop-up, but I don't know who it was. I'm sorry. We don't have the, um... the Go like check. We don't have the thing. Okay, fine. I'll just, just live here. That was Pravel's following us. Thank you. Thank you for Yay, the follow. We also had um, Dan Hig also dropped us a follow this for, at the start of the stream. Yay! Uh, thank you. Exciting. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, ooh, right, I, there's a for the people listening. There's a behind us in this room. It's hard to describe this room because it's not sort of normal. But there's a what do you what was the, it's like a Japanese like folding shutters, wall, but like yeah. really cheap. Yeah. yeah, it's like a shutter. Um, and it's, you're going to hear it go, oop. Um, that's probably not going to get picked up by the mic. Oh, it probably does. Yeah, I'm just like sliding back into it because I sat down after checking the TV. Um, 
Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I have anything else to say, but... How was, uh, how was your week? How are, you, how are you, Dan? Are you okay? Oh, I'm, I'm swell. Um, <laughs> We're going to get a new swell, was... feather patch out soon. We are getting a new feather Fixing patch. Fixing issues that no one noticed, but we... Yeah. Can... To... Oh, actually, everyone noticed this, the perching being really bad. Yeah, people had noticed the, the perching being real bad. So that one, when I told people, they were like, oh, that's super great. Yeah. And I think Tony did, did like the... Now they're going to notice the bad colliders. Um, yeah, now, now you get to notice the bad colliders. Uh, but there's a few other little bugs that like people won't haven't noticed, uh, but are very important to get fixed. Alternatively, yeah. then, people have noticed, but just haven't mentioned anything. Yeah, all that. Um, but just teeny, teeny little fixes. There's one fix that's still driving me batty, which is like the sound effects thing. We've got this issue where like the oh, acid ones God, yeah. aren't correctly grabbing the right like mixer. Yeah, and so, people have noticed that, which is really yeah, frustrating. Which, and the thing is, is that I can get it to work on PC. Let's just roll I to. I can't get it to work on Switch. And just ideally, roll to Zinc. Ideally, yeah, yeah, Zinc should work because it's also. So uh, the the sound issue is caused by some internal Unity bug. Yeah. And the fix is basically just change the way we architect all our sounds in the game. Yeah. Um. So we, we would like to do that anyway, but it's a big job, basically. Yeah. Uh, but it, once we do it, because we have a we have our own audio middle... Like, you call that middleware? I guess it's kind of like a middleware. Middleware or manager. It's, it's sort of like our own managing system. And it, uh, that would resolve the issue because it uses that architecture. And it'll just take like a few days of no value work, basically. It's like a few days of work, we get a new, uh, a new backbone in place, fixes the bug, theoretically makes all new audio work easier because the system is just fundamentally a lot better than what we had in Feather. Yeah. Just funny because the game is so audio driven. I don't know why we didn't switch it to using Zinc earlier. Would have yeah. made sense. But I, we didn't do it. I think like a good point to swap over to, to Zinc would be when I got like finished writing the Ambisonic system because then we can get some like actual good. I ambience. don't know what that word means. A- Ambisonic is like game dev what? It's it's <laughs> having uh, a sound space where that you've got uh, samples in all different directions uh-huh. and you change where the aud- like the audio doesn't when you move your head oh. so okay. so like um like when you turn your ear that way you hear more of that sound than the other sounds can you can you describe that for someone who's only listening so if you turn your head so way? if you if you turn your when you turn your head you hear the sounds in the different directions not uh just one sound playing in one direction yeah if that makes sense Okay, cool. Uh, it's kind of hard hard to to describe. Dem- to describe. Without, you're you're like physically like, moving your head to show I'm, us. I'm physically moving my head, which is making it difficult. But if you're an audio listener... It's like if the sounds to your right and you turn your head left. If you, in game dev, the sounds come from one, one point yeah. or they're played in 2D. Yeah. And for most music and ambience, it's played in 2D. And the actual audio file has two channels, which is stereo, yeah. that play one in left ear, one in right ear. And the 2D is just just plays them straight into your ears. There's no throw <laughs> it on the window and dry erase. <laughs> yeah, we could. Oh my god, we could do like a math stream. Could, we could. Yeah, it just plays the audio straight into your ears, and it's it's already predetermined sort of ambience. So what would this enhance? But in when Fender? you turn your head, the ambience moves with you. Yeah. So you still hear the same things in the different places in your ear. Uh, if you think about those two audio samples, when you move your head, they not- start to blend differently because your head is no, no longer aligned with the stereo sample that's being played to you. Yeah, is that makes sense? So it aligns the the stereo to the world space. Yes. Okay. My comparison is I just spent like ten minutes singing along to Shaggy. Like that's my <laughs> level of like audio quality. Yeah. But essentially, it means that Shaggy you, if ever. We'll it means if rights. you were to hear yes. like a, a bird whistle in your right ear, yeah. that's an ambient sound, not a, a real real world bird. Yeah. If you turned your head, you would the bird, the bird whistling noise would move 
yeah. the world space, but it's an it's an ambient sound, yeah. not a in-world sound. So it means that we can build an ambience track. It's just an ambience track, and we don't have to actually place the sounds in the world. Yeah. Um, which is more expensive to play multiple sounds yeah. in the world and to build the soundscape than it is to just play one audio track for the yeah. ambience. It's exciting. So it'll, it'll, make, it'll make the ambience more immersive. Yes. I'm just trying to like dumb this down. Yeah, so make it more immersive. For, for myself, mostly. <laughs> yeah. um, what else? What else we add this this update? What, what are we fixing? I did something, I feel. But uh, there's, a, there's a thing that we've been trying to fix for ages because it keeps getting lost. The, the the fog in the water. Oh, yeah. I've, we've re-added that like six times. There's also like a weird issue with that fog, I think, where it's not correctly getting like the the ambient color. It's probably, from, it's probably a uh, from the, shade or something. The time of day, because like at night time, it's too light for the night light. That makes Ooh, sense. Foggy, the rest milky of water. Well, the, the weird thing yeah. is if, you have, if you're in a really foggy area and the shader, because this is how video games work, if that particular shader doesn't have fog, and everything else around it does, it looks like a UI element because yeah. it's so flat compared to everything else. That has like fog being basically a really simple concept in in like forward rendering. Simple forward rendered fog is just like the further away an object is, the denser the fog gets. Yeah. And it's based on a couple of parameters, but that's that's fundamentally how it works. And the shader just adds a color to it, basically. Uh, and the shader not having any fog just makes it like look like a 2D element because it's so flat compared to everything else. It looks like a cartoon Yeah. Than... Are you saying it's pretty much providing depth? To everything yeah, it. that's fog is like one of those weird things where once you master it, even a simple forward fog, like learn how to use simple expo and just apply it really tastefully, it makes every three D scene just look so much better. Mm. And it costs very little because of the way it's rendered. Yeah, we should also specify that it's not the kind of like, am, like it is ambient fog, but it's 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 not volumetric. Like it's, it's not volumetric. It's based on the camera. Yeah, like it just says like what's further away. It doesn't like know what clear as mud, close fog. I'm confused. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we fixed like a couple of graphical issues. Uh, I fixed up performance a might be better issues. on Switch. Can't confirm that. Performance does seem a little bit better on Switch, but that, that patch might not make it out for a little while still. Because uh, it has to go through a bunch of checks and we've, stuff. we've got some other things waiting on the Switch stuff. Because we have rules with how often we can patch on Switch, so we have yeah. to we have to be careful when we send out patches. Yeah. We can't do it like on Steam, we can push out an update whenever we like. Yeah. Obviously, it's not super intended. To I mean, there's that. a patch set there in experimental right now. Yeah, yeah. It, it, this has everything in it. Uh, it has everything except for some of the. We, some of the we found some missing issues. localization, right? Yeah, there's some localization missing for a few strings yeah. that came in in the last patch, um, and a couple of other little bugs. Yeah. Uh, there's a rain bug, which I'm, which I think I've just found a fix for, and I'm working on cleaning that up. But if you're in the Discord, you'll have noticing people posting like photos of like the world, and there's just a column of rain just in one place in the world, and it yeah. doesn't move. No one knows. Where, we we know where it comes from now. Yeah, we're yeah. hinting that we're making Truman Show the video game next. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, someone was, was pointing out how Truman Showy the rain is. Oh, you mean that? No, the, no, the law posts. The law posts. They were posting out how they like to think that the feather world is a Truman Show. World. Yeah, this bird. Yeah, this bird is in a dome. It thinks it can fly it can't actually fly everything is just moving around it oh my god <laughs> that's a secret how that's how we deal with floating point errors the bird doesn't actually move the world moves around it oh so then the floating <laughs> points are on the world there's more places for it to go wrong oh it's true <laughs> thanks jim carrey yeah um let's not try to explain like floating point precision yeah, no. issues 
digital team has already already knows them. Oh, good. I'm sure. We should probably be wrapping it yeah. up. Yeah, I think today. that's enough. Um, yeah, thanks everyone. It's really fun. Yeah. Lots of very serious discussions though. Yeah. Ooh. I'm sorry. This Ooh. is. I was literally stuck in my apartment for a week, and I live alone. So I just had a lot of time to be like, all these really we, serious We really thoughts. dwelled on things. Have we yes. played Sushi Striker yet? No, I'm sorry. Okay. I started playing Overcooked, but I was really sick and it just made me feel unwell. And I was like, I can't do anything that requires anything mm. close to me. I just need the a lone, TV off the in distance. The loneliest cook in the world. Yes. Played Although I did, I did take my Switch to the pub. Um, because I was meeting... You're a trying to play, like, switch Overcooked with some random drunk person? No, 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 I was just meeting a friend, and I was just like, oh, I'll take my Switch, and I'll play it for a bit before, and then I was talking to one of the guys who works at the pub, and he just made a comment of, like, you know, I've always, there's a projector area in the pub, he's like, I've always wanted to put Overcooked up there and get the cooks when they're finished work to come out and play Overcooked and see how they, they work, so and I'm like, angry. I love this pub, I love this Chefs place, this is so my happy angry. place. Yes, it'd be hilarious. All though. the chefs I've met in my life, excluding my father, I will contextualize that because he was a chef, have either offered to sell me drugs or asked me if I sell drugs. Specifically speed. Um, I don't understand. And they're all like super on edge. And you were like, no, You should dad, immerse yourself. Why don't you speed. become... <laughs> yeah. Because like, I said, my dad was not one of these people who Yeah, offered... he was offering ecstasy. <laughs> oh. That's not fast enough for them. Though. Yeah, so speaking of uh, Nick's dad's <laughs> drug problem, uh, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, we will be back in 48 hours, roughly, yeah. for a stream. Do we know what we're doing yet? The fun stream. Since we're doing a like, not, a, not a podcast, basically. Yeah, yeah podcast is our Tuesday streams. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, we have that on the, the like the thing below the Twitch stream as well now, which is nice. Yeah, Spicy. we found a fancy little plugin that actually has like the proper, like, the next stream is coming up here. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. yeah, it looks really good. Um, yeah, please, if you aren't already following us, please follow the Twitch yep. channel so you can get notified when we go live. Yes, also join us on Discord, because yeah. we talk a lot there. Uh, the links, I don't believe the links to the podcast are in easy-to-find places, but I think it's just called Samurai Punk Radio on your major yep. podcast yep. networks. Um, I, it's Seahorse, I don't think that bot's installed right now. Sorry. Seahorse, uh, for context, the Seahorse posted like the exclaim discord which is meant to put a link to it. Uh, yeah. didn't work i don't think that bot's hooked up anymore i don't know what's uh, going on is it just like a move bot i think it's like move yeah. yeah it's okay it was set up a long time ago yeah if you, uh, do we have a discord below the stream yes that's yeah. linked below the stream yeah anyway. so if you jump on our discord we pride ourselves on being contactable yeah um, we're, we're probably too contactable if anything yeah we do <laughs> we do chat a lot with with everyone so if you ever want to talk to us see you can just post the link it's okay just discord.gg Slash Samurai Punk. Yeah. It's got that vanity URL. Yeah. It's really nice, actually. We've had that for a long time. Mm. Such vain. Such vain URLs. Yeah. Uh, wow. Don't yeah. talk about it like that. It really makes you think. Does it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just like vain vanity URL. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I didn't realize I was oh. being so vain. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. I bet you think this Thank you all for tuning in. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Thank you for joining us. Sorry it started off so sexual. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe. Actually, no, yeah. please subscribe, though, if you want to. Yes. We really appreciate it. It helps pay for our Tango tables. <laughs> oh, <laughs> have, yeah. Enjoy your have invisible flashlights. Have a good Tuesday, Monday, everyone. Bye.